Welcome to the Faith is Not Blind podcast. I'm Sarah Devonier, and I'm here with Janae. And <laughs> I'm really happy to have her here. I, um, I'm wondering if you could start off by talking about sort of the beginnings of your testimony and how it related to your family life okay. and your childhood. Yeah, so way back. Yeah. <laughs> All those many All years many ago, decades. yes. Yeah, yeah, 20 um, years ago. Yeah, so I grew up in a home, I'm the youngest of five, um, and there's a five-year gap between the brother that's just older than me, yeah. so I was kind of a, just, you know, I felt like just a little squirrel that was running around. <laughs> but, not, but not spoiled. But of course not, never. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, and both of my parents grew up in families that had been members since, okay. since the Restoration, you know, right. <laughs> like, right. across the plains, pioneer stock, whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. So it was just a thing, like everybody, we were just members of the church and it was great. And um, I feel like it was pretty easy for me to just grab on to everything that yeah. was taught. And it was easy for me to go to church. I'm extremely extroverted and I love people. So being with people for three hours and being president of the beehives, whatever, was no problem for me. So I always enjoyed church a yeah. lot. Um, my parents were really, you know, they tried really hard to get us to love the church. They weren't really strict about it, but it was so they like, they let it be your choice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, I don't ever remember. I mean, like I said, it was always easy for me to want to go to church. But I remember, like, my brother kind of had some when he was a teenager, didn't really want to go, and we just like I don't know. I could be remembering wrong, though. I was <laughs> I was a little bit younger. Yeah. Like I said, yeah. I I don't remember ever you know, dragging him to church or anything yeah. like that. Um, and my sister had a job in high school that would be working on Sundays and it, it happened, so I don't know. So it wasn't much. an absolute binary where yeah, you like, were worried if he wasn't going to church necessarily? Well, I don't know. I do, I feel like they definitely worried. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they still but let they, him make they, his own choices. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's hard because for me it was I don't they never had to deal with that because I was like sure I'll be ready yeah, to go. Yeah. There's there's boys at church. There's <laughs> usually cookies. It's you know yeah. <laughs> so I enjoyed it, but I did have a fundamental belief. I I knew Heavenly Father was my father. I loved you know all the teachings and everything, and so it was just I grew up pretty. Yeah, it was just a pretty easy experience for me growing up. So you ended up. Serving a mission, and what what led you to that? What were the motivating factors behind deciding oh. to serve a mission? Okay, well, that's after kind of a big transition in faith that yeah. I had. Well, go ahead and talk about that first. Okay, yeah, because yeah, that's kind of, okay. So, um, I, so right before I started college up at BYU-Idaho, I was with my sister, and my sister, she was very straight arrow growing up, like, got her personal progress when she was probably 12 and a half. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but just very straight arrow, president of the seminary class, like pretty rigid, you know, like yeah, definitely a little more black and white, I would say, um, with the church. And, and I always looked up to her because she seemed to just be doing it right. And um, she had this great boyfriend that he went on his mission. They hadn't even kissed yet. They weren't going to kiss until... So, the, so they were just them. right out of the for strength of you. Oh, yes. Just, yeah. Like, they were on the cover. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so 
everything just, you know, she got married in the temple and just everything. She just did it right. And so I just loved that. And I, without realizing it, kind of patterned sure. my life after her. I ended up having a great boyfriend that sent us off on a mission and had the same plans. We, we didn't kiss, though, so <laughs> not important. Um, <laughs> no. But, um, and so anyway, right before I went to college, I was with her for a weekend. My other sister was there as well. And she starts talking about um, feminism and how women should have the priesthood. And I was kind of like, hold up. First of all, why would anybody ask for the priesthood? <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to get woken up in the middle of the night to give a blessing. I don't want to be a bishop. Like, why would, why would anybody want that? And then I knew I'm also, had never even considered that never. as a question. I remember yeah. one time we went to the, um, we organized church, like their temple, I want to say it's in Missouri. Mm-hmm. And they, their female members of their church can get the priesthood. And I remember we were like rolling laughter in the car afterwards of like, what? <laughs> like, what? Like, because it was it so, so different like, from your experience, yeah, right? I just, I just never felt too left out, I guess. Um, and then it was also shocking because like I said, this sister of mine was very just, she'd never doubted, you know? And so to hear her express that, it was kind of like, if she's, doubting then what does this all mean for the rest of us and 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 so it seemed as if her even raising a question yeah it was was akin to not having a testimony at that point I kind of panicked (laughs) yeah because it was like and I think I didn't realize how much I relied on her testimony oh yeah until she was saying those kinds of things and then it was like ooh, like I just got kind of so so how did you work through that so I kind of just shoved it under a rug for about a year and was like, she's crazy. She's brainwashed. I don't know, whatever. Like, <laughs> so you didn't even want to so engage with that. Not even, I just kind of, I remember, I like hate this memory, but so my sisters are talking and my other sister was never super active, like since being a teenager. Just, yeah. So that just it didn't really, bother. Yeah. I was kind of like, we just didn't worry too much. Um, cause it was just so different than my other sister. And so she's saying like, yeah, I feel like I'm just kind of having a faith crisis. And my other sister's like, yeah, no, I totally know what you mean. And I'm sitting there like, right. I'm, I'm not. Like, and I even said like, well, I'm not. <laughs> Looking back, I kind of want to slap that cute little 18 year old face. Right. But <laughs> well, and for an 18 year old, that's fairly normal. Yeah, And I, I kind of felt like, like I was defending the church a little bit or defending my faith. Which uh, or that if she was even questioning anything, then yeah. you needed to defend it. But, yeah. yeah, yeah, which is an interesting response, but fairly normal for yeah. 18. Yeah, which and I kind of feel like with my, my upbringing, I probably should have said this earlier, but my my mom was very, like, if you brought up a question, she would either, like, bear her testimony and just kind of right. try to see. So, like, th- so this was very different from what you had been raised yeah. with. So yeah, now so is a new experience where you're having some questions. Yeah, so so, we, so I shut what her happened for next? about a year, and I'm kind of like, like I said, she's crazy. And then um, I don't, I want to say, so the start of my sophomore year of college, there's a lot more. It's becoming a bigger idea. There's there's groups being formed of women who want the priesthood, and there's marches right. happening at the conference center. And just to g- give a little context, just talk about when that was. So that was um, fall of 2012. Okay, yeah, yep. go ahead. Yeah. So, um, so it's becoming a bigger idea. And so it's kind of starting to like seep into my mind a little bit more again, because I'm like, okay, so it's not just her. (laughs) It's not just this small group of bloggers that have nothing better to do. Like it really is a deep desire that a lot of women have. And then, and I, and, and 
throughout the, that year, I'm expressing myself, and I majored in marriage and family studies, which with the goal to, uh, to be a counselor or to go into therapy or something. I have a million different dreams with that. <laughs> but, yeah. but with that, there's a lot of people in that major that were saying like, oh yeah, I just want to do this to, you know, because when I'm married, it'll be great to have this degree. And I'm like, okay, that's great. But like, <laughs> come on, like there's got to be more than that. And, and then I'm hearing, you know, sweet, young men at college, just a few saying like, well, when, if I get married while I'm still in school, it, it'll be okay if my wife quits going to school so that she can have children and be so home. So a lot of these concerns yeah, have there, to do with of, men and women. It's starting to just break yeah. away this barrier that I had of where I'm starting to see. It's this real cognitive dissonance where I'm like, I think I believe all of this, but then there's these Things yeah. that just and, keep coming in. That and I'm how could that by. possibly fit together? Right. And I and I felt a lot of guilt for it because I had always understood that faith, having faith means that you don't doubt ever. Mm. You know, I just thought like, thy will be done. I don't, I don't so, need to know yeah. the whys. And I, you know, there's stories of people at, at their funerals that they say, and they never asked why. Like, right. Mine's going to be like, she asked yeah. <laughs> She asked a lot she, of questions. So yeah. you're, you're asking these questions and you're seeing other people ask them and you're seeing, I think sometimes it's difficult to, to compare yourself to other people yeah. who aren't asking questions. Yeah. So what led you eventually to decide to go on a mission? There's a, there's a yeah, bridge. There's, what, what happened? Okay, so by the grace of God, the timing of it, I got put in an English class. <laughs> English 201 with Sister Devonier. <laughs> Well, I actually didn't, didn't know the story was going here, so I did not solicit this. I actually did not, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I get in this class, and I'm kind of, I've just got all these questions. And I'm still not even willing to admit that I have these questions, because questions are bad, is my understanding. And so we get in this class, and we start learning really just how to learn, I feel like, was, was a big part for me of just learning how to annotate. and and really dig deep into, into the subjects that you're, you know, studying and, and really just finding the deeper meaning. And then one day you stood at the front of the class and you said, I sometimes bring this up in my class. I don't always, I wasn't going to in this semester, but the spirit's telling me that somebody in this class needs this. And I'm going to bring up a whole unit on feminism. And I'm sitting there in the front row like, mm -hmm. <laughs> don't let her see me <laughs> but I'm like that's me like it was an answer to the prayer I didn't want to be praying mm, well. you know <laughs> I didn't I didn't want to admit that I wanted to know more I didn't I just I just wanted to move on I even felt like Satan was like tempting me with these questions that wow. I had rather than like rather than, than I this yeah. was a normal healthy natural process and, and so do you, the English class aside, I know. <laughs> um, how did you feel like you used your relationship with God and your testimony to, to help you through that, knowing that maybe it is okay to ask questions, and yeah. if I am asking questions, how can I get to the other side of that? Yeah. So and, and I like how you were bringing up skills of how to learn, how to, yeah. how to read, how to take notes. Mm -hmm. So how, how did all of that yeah. work for you personally? Yeah, so I think, and I can't remember, I was talking to my husband about this because he took your class the next year while I was on my mission, which I promise I'm getting to. Um, but 
I said, that semester I decided to get a copy of the Book of Mormon and annotate it. And when I'm talking to him, he's like, no, that was an assignment given by Sister Debbie. And I'm like, oh, maybe I don't even remember <laughs> my own story. <laughs> so I don't know. One way or the other, I got a Book of Mormon. I bought just a new blue copy and I got a pen. And I remember thinking, I want to know if this church is true because I've said it my whole life, but now I don't know. Which, which is an interesting prospect when you say, I had all of these questions, yeah. well, and so, yet I was still willing Yeah, I don't know. I just remember the Book of thinking, Mormon. well, there was one day that I was researching schools to transfer to, because I was like, I, if I find out, if I decide that this church isn't true, I'm oh. not sticking around this place mm -hmm. any longer. You know, I'll get my associates, and then I'm out of here. And so I remember looking that up, and then I just... I'm just thinking, I, didn't, I, I wish I wrote better at the time. <laughs> but I remember thinking, well, what do the missionaries have people do who are learning about the church? Huh. Because I kind of, I was treating myself like a new investigator, kind of. Like so you, you were going to be your own convert. Yeah, yeah. So rather than <laughs> just giving it up, go back to the beginning and right. say, I'm I took going to find off out. I the table. Hmm. And then I just, okay, well, the, book, the missionaries give people the Book of Mormon and that's usually that's where it is for people and, and I hadn't read it for myself at that point I had read it for personal progress I'd read it for the Book of Mormon classes at BYU-Idaho but oh, okay. I hadn't ever truly read it with the desire to find out if it was true and so yeah I got my pen I'm like writing up everything it was so fun <laughs> and I remember just even and I think in your class we talked a lot about the women in the scriptures that I had kind of I was always mad that there weren't more, you know, rather than <laughs> diving into the ones that are there. And so I remember hearing, the, you know, one of the first things that we hear about Soraya is that she's mad. <laughs> and I'm like, yes. But you're, you're, like, you're, that's some subtext, though, too, being willing to see that as part of the story, which yeah. is a good, well, a I, good, honest, fresh approach, which yeah. is what you were trying to take. Yeah, that's what I really just, I just wanted, just, yeah, like I said, everything was off except for the Book of Mormon there. And then I remember finally, well, and then reading about Eve, too, was just incredible and learning more about her, that they call her the mother of all living. Like, yeah. oh, I just love that so much. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. And then, um, but what really, I think, was a game changer for me was Alma 32. And just the simple statement that says, I, I hope I get it right, but even if you have but a desire to uh -huh. believe, that I had never even thought of that. Like, I thought that that was bad, to just, to not believe. And mm -hmm. so to hear that, it's, I'm like, it's in the Book of Mormon. Like, it's being taught that even if you have a desire to believe, then that's enough to work with. Mm -hmm. And so that was like, I felt so validated in that. I felt so like, just that this is normal. And so I was like, I don't have to say right now that I believe. And that's what I was struggling with, that I have to either. And because the pattern that I had seen was you believe, then you have doubts, and then you leave the church. Because I didn't hear the stories of people or see that happening very often where it was, I have my beliefs, I have my doubts, I choose to stay. And so you hadn't so, seen that before, but no, you... because I know it's happened, but it's right. not a story that's told. But, and what's so beautiful is it's your story. <gasps> so how did you get to that last stage? Yeah, so I, so I remember that I think I finally finished the Book of Mormon, well, 
I, I decided to go on a mission before I even finished because that I because did, you had a desire. Yeah. So you yep. you acted on the desire just like yeah. Alma talks about. You planted the seed. Yeah, and, and then, just hoped that it would grow. Right. With, yeah. So with, it with took a, a very, few months. Yeah. But I remember, and I I don't know if you'll remember this, but the age change that we call it when yeah. they change the age for it's the missionaries a, it happened 19. while I was in your class. Yeah. And all of these girls just immediately, I'm going on a mission and I'm sitting there, well, I don't even know if the church is true. So <laughs> I'm just going to kind of sit here and I don't know. And I just remember I woke up that next morning after seeing everybody's announcements on Facebook that they were going on a mission and I'm looking in the mirror like, what's wrong with me? Why don't I feel like, like I, Five years ago, I would have. This would have been me. I would have been yeah. having my papers in as soon as possible, and I just had this very simple feeling that just said, "Just stay where you are," mm. and and that's where I. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna stay in school. I'm gonna. Do, I had all these plans. I just ran with that simple statement. But um, I think it was after that that all you brought up all the things in your class that really helped. And so it was through that I had some other incredible mentors and stuff um, that really helped. But yeah, I think it was really just realizing that I love the Book of Mormon and that I would get to share that with people <laughs> and that for me it was all about Jesus like yeah. I didn't care about anything else after that like I just was like I just want people to read the Book of Mormon and realize how awesome Jesus is <laughs> yeah well and so you re I, I think it's interesting you had used the metaphor before that you cleared everything off the table but yeah. it sounds like once the table was cleared you put the Book of Mormon yeah and Jesus Christ on the table and then said that's enough for now yeah. for me to go forward. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you one last question. Okay. In, in your life now, I, I like that pattern where you said, I didn't know it was a pattern, but I just discovered that it could be of having belief and doubt and then more belief. Yeah. Um, how do you stay on that believing path now? So you're, so you're married, yeah. you have a beautiful little girl. <laughs> What keeps you on that believing, desiring, planting seeds yeah, and path? I wish I could say that it, ever since then, it's just been like smooth sailing and this well, beautiful I don't, path. I don't, I don't want you to say that. Yeah, say no, say what it really that. was. I really, and even recently, I've had some wrestles that I'm, I'm dealing with. And, but I think what really this whole process has taught me is to not panic when those questions come up because yeah. it's okay. It's good to have mm. those questions. And to know that Heavenly Father is, is, he wants that for us in a way. Like, yeah. and so I think, so I just know that I'm, I don't have to, I think just, I don't feel the urgency with finding answers like I used to before. I don't, I don't panic the way I used to. And you can let the answers that you do have help you keep yeah. going. Yeah, and because really peace. there's nothing else to me that, that matters that much than, Jesus and the covenants I've made like yeah. that's really just yeah. the biggest part for me and so if it if I can't connect it to any of those then I'm just like whatever yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. I'm not, and I think one thing too is you know in the book of Mormon they talk about how there's the small plates where the most important things are and then they've got the larger plates with all the other records and and so sometimes I ask myself like is this a small plates issue or is this a large <laughs> plates yeah. issue you yeah. know like if they're writing scripture of what's happening in our day how long are they going to focus how many verses yeah. would they dedicate to yeah. this issue? Yeah, I really like that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just it's really, really great. You've given us a lot to think about, and thank you for yeah. sharing that. I, I appreciate really it. I thought I could. <laughs>